how much coffee I used to drink because now when I drink it I'm just like Ooh, this is like strong <laughs> we're so old green tea <laughs> green tea is strong too though if I make two, <laughs> if I have two stiff of green tea <laughs> god we have full on dementia but wait is Hank the grizzled journalist yes, yes. oh okay maybe we never had a sound cue for who's him. Chuck Abbott I, I don't remember <laughs> I think I thought Chuck Abbott was Hank Oh my god, who is Chuck Abbott? Why do we have a sound cue for Chuck Abbott? Hot balls. Hot balls. Welcome to 9000, episode 177, Me Thonks. Uh, We are coming to you live from Cosmoprof Asia in the beating heart of Singapore. That's right, it's the only B2B beauty event for the entire supply chain in the Asia-Pacific. Yes, of course, you know, former salon owner, uh, I was invited to do, uh, to give a keynote here, um, which I haven't decided if I'm going to commit to yet, Mark. They're kind of holding the floor for me. I'm a little nervous. I've been out of the, the hair game for a while, <laughs> but I guess it's a bit like riding a bike. And the, those learnings, that accrued wisdom, it's not like it's dried up. It's still it's, there. It's in your soul, Josh. You I draw from that well daily in my work in the AI industry, Mark. It's... It's all kind of one and the same, really. Yeah, Josh, there are over 1,000 exhibitors here this year. Can you believe it? Remember when Cosmo Prof was just a dream we had? I do. I didn't know if we'd make it out here this year. Uh, You and I are getting a little old for international travel. Um, But, you know, I... And you are just... I took a tip from the Greg Bagney uh, guidebook... Put on my compression socks. Yep. You're giving a big F you to the mask mandate here. Got a blast of the uh, herbal immunity uh, tincture under my tongue. And I settled in to just watch what I was hoping to find uh, was every episode of ALF. Tip, <laughs> tip to tail on the flight over. Ow. Your arm hurts? Uh, yes, I have like tennis elbow in my left arm, I think, from just doing some... Very intricate jazz flourishes. So can that really be called tennis elbow? Or I don't is know it, what uh, it is. Flourish elbow. Flourish, f- flourish elbow. Jazzer's elbow. You should just t- you just retitled the episode. Nope. Me thonks. Oh my gosh, Josh. Have you hit all five halls here yet? Don't go to hall one. It's in halls two to six. You know that. Yes. Don't, don't go anywhere near hall one. <laughs> Do not go to hall one. <laughs> there are loose tigers in hall one. But halls five through six... Yeah, I mean, I've I've uh, I've sampled the color. I have sampled many of the different. I mean, there are so many different types of brush and comb here. Brush. In fact, I'm sorry. I, you should be leveraging on your good name in an environment like this. Peacock brushes. Come come see us at the Peacock Brush Booth, Hall Three, Booth Two. Booth Two, Peacock Brushes. I don't know if you've noticed this, Josh, but I think we might be... It's the hairbrush for the cock of the walk. You know this event intimately. Yes. So you also know that it typically draws about 18 countries. Yep. And you know what's not one of them? Uh, Taiwan? United States of America. 
Okay. This is an Asia Pacific event, Josh. That's true. Well, you mean why? Why you, are we here? I think our appeal is international. Really, is what it comes down to. I think we're everywhere. We are. Australia. Oh, excuse me, I'm wrong. <laughs> the 18 countries and pavilions represented include Australia, California. Oh, the country of California. <laughs> yep. Ah, oh, I should have known that. France, Germany, Italy, Japan, Korea, mainland China, Malaysia, Poland, Singapore, Spain, Switzerland, Taiwan, Thailand, Turkey, UK, and West Africa, which could include Benin, Burkina Faso, Mali, and Togo. Just bathing in the diversity here at Cosmo Prof. Just uh, California, though. No other. Well, I remember hearing once, maybe the, the numbers have shifted, but that California was once the eighth largest economy in the world, just on its own. So that always bears consideration, right, Mark? It can be confusing to Cosmoprof, whether or not that's a country or a state. Absolutely. No shade thrown on Cosmoprof. Absolutely not. I just, I love saying Cosmoprof. It reminds me, Mark, of when I would go to open up uh, the now closed Needle in the Hay Salon early in the morning. I'd like to get there early. The way the light hit that room, what I would do, Mark, is I wouldn't turn on the lights. Because in the morning, the light would hit the floor in such a way that you could see all the blonde hair that had been left on the floor. Oh. At night, when you're sweeping up, the blonde hair is nearly invisible, or at least it was, you know, against the uh, grain on the faux uh, wood floors that we had. But faux in, wood. But in the morning, Mark, you could, the, the blonde would pop as the morning light just kind of. And you would sweep all that up into a surface. big ball and tuck it in your pants and Oof. shimmy around and get your jollies. No, that sounds itchy. That's what you like. One of my favorite things to do at the salon, though, was uh, when I would, uh, this wouldn't happen all the time, but you, you you pull all the towels out of the dryer, and occasionally you'll find one towel, and it is like, there's- It's a little stiff. Like a long hair has just been like wrapped around it so many times that it's like- I snorted. But then you would also find these uh, dryer mice, I call, I call them. It was like just a, basically a big mat of, yep. of hair. And so what I would do, what I like to do is uh, I'd take pick like close-up macro shots of the dryer mouse, and then I'd use the little sticker tools in Instagram, and I'd put like blinking eyes and a little tail on it. And what would you do with this? I would post it to our stories. Oh. Today's dryer mouse. <laughs> brought to you by Cosmo Prof. Oh, needle in the hay. I forget. Those were the days. Oh, but I, I, I remember seeing their catalogs around there. You know, they, they'd end up in the shop. I'd, fli I'd flip through a Cosmo Prof catalog. <laughs> Is there such a thing? Unless I'm losing my mind, I think so. Well, you would know. I mean, I'm looking at so many specialty, premium, wonderful brands here fueling the supply chain of the Asia-Pacific beauty market. Well, speaking of, I mean, if you want to move all these peacock hairbrushes that you've got here, you're going to need to get them in Cosmoprof. Cosmoprof. Xenon Korea. Ah, great for nail products and accessories. It's the place to be, Mark. Uh... I'm just, Brandon, let me just look around the show floor. NF Beauty Group, oh, Prestige Pack and OEM out of the U.S. That's Hall 2. A uh, must visit. They put the Prestige in Prestige. Next Trend Publications, of course the press is here. Yeah, well, Next Trend, they're like us. They're always looking to the future. Monsieur Barbier. Monsieur Barbier. That's coming. Where's that from? You know that's France. Perfumery, Cosmetics, and Toiletries. Oh, it's such a... What a great show. What a cornucopia, Mark. But we can't talk about hair all day. No, we've got a podcast to do. Um, we came here to talk about other things. We sure did. I think I've got a few. Let me just... Uh, did you? Oh, this one I think is me. Well, this one might be you. 
I don't, I don't think you've added. A, I don't think you've contributed a story to the Google Doc in. It's a dramatic turn of events. A full year, a calendar year of no Mark input in uh, terms of the articles we cover, which is a shame because it once, once upon a time, this was a podcast. Uh, you want me to dive back I'll on the bleeding back. edge Come of on. like natural foods and supplements? I can give you that. I've been dragging it into the world of technology and AI just because I'm getting no support. I mean, this is an oldie but a goodie. Okay. Back in mid-October. Headline, Beyond Meat Executive Who Allegedly Bit a Man's Nose Will Leave the Company. Yep. You remember this one. I do. Do you remember the photo? A bulldog of a man. He looks a little rough. He looks angry. It's been a while. This I... is, oh, Arkansas. What, is that where they are? That's where he is. Douglas Ramsey, suspended by vegan food products company Beyond Meat, arrested in September on suspicion of biting a man's nose during a fight following an Arkansas football game. Well, and that biting someone's nose is a decidedly unvegan thing to do. Oh, it's very carnivorous. It is. I wonder if, for a certain man, maybe an Arkansian, not necessarily an Arkansian, but someone who was maybe raised on a lot of red meat, you know, and then you transition to the plant-based protein, it's identical in so many ways, but there's no real blood to it, right? I think he wanted a taste. He wanted a taste of that old... Could have been. Could have been. He couldn't bring himself to eat a steak. <laughs> the real but, flesh. That's Dahmer style. But a man's nose? I'll try a bite. And what is? why do you keep bringing up Dahmer? Are you watching that show? <laughs> I did watch it. Oh, my God. Why? Because it became a little bit of a phenom. And at some point, I was talking to my oldest child. And she was like, oh, yeah, I watched it on my, on my phone. Harper watched Dahmer? I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, so Elias I, was telling me a kid was watching it in class on his phone. So then I had to watch it, and it was, I mean, it was... Is it pretty disturbing? It, but it, it could be much worse, but it is, it's, a lot of it's implied. Oh, okay. I think it's not, it's pretty well done, and, huh. the, guy, and the guy playing Dahmer is quite compelling. Evan Peters. Sexy Dahmer, um, in a weird way. It, so it, rather than showing... So you, you could have easily been one of his victims. You found him alluring. <laughs> He was very dirty and greasy. That doesn't bother you. It would be like we're sitting in this room here at Cosmoprof. Yes. And up there in that vent right there on the wall, uh-huh. late at night, oh, you've, you've, stuck, you've stayed behind to clean up your booth. It's empty. It's quiet. But there's this weird neighbor in the booth next to you. You, know, you don't get a, get a weird vibe from this guy. And in the middle of the night, you hear a few thuds and thumps. And then all of a sudden, a drill starts up. Whoa. But you don't. So my point being in this series, you don't see the drill as much as you just Hear see the, the camera on the grill with the drill sound. You're like, oh, Ooh. stuff like that. That's anyway. It. I watched it because she had watched it. I wanted. She's in a scary movie kick. Hey, her and the friends went we to see too. Smile Ooh. on Halloween in oh, the theater, geez. and she said there were like six of them, and two of them actually sat and watched the whole movie. The rest of them got up and came back and got up. And came back. Because it was so scary? Because they got freaked out and went outside. Yeah, it sounds kind of scary. Yeah. I guess she's not scared. Or maybe it's a thing. Maybe you know what I've loved? The month of October on the Criterion channel, which oh you boy. still have not subscribed to, they had a... Is it an app? Yeah, you can download an app. Okay. Why would you not, man? Let me tell you about well, this. T- uh, the main reason I won't is, as you recall, my phone, my phone, my TV in the basement can't handle apps. Oh, that's right. It okay. barely does Netflix. Well, you're YouTube. missing out because they have... We're going to update that to you. Right now, they have a collection of 80s horror movies from around the world. Oh, my gosh. Incredible. <laughs> Michael Mann's uh, rarely seen, like, 
weird kind of religious sci-fi horror thriller called The Keep. Ooh, about Music birds? by Tangerine Dream. I mean, it is just, it locks into you. Have you ever seen that Dutch movie, The Vanishing? Oh, it's so horrifying. Really? But there's like no blood in it at all. It's just about a guy and his wife, they're at a gas station and she disappears. And that's like the first third of it. And then you meet, like you're introduced to the kidnapper and it's all about his meticulous planning and why he decided he wanted to kidnap someone. And it gets really into that. And he's like a family man. It's very odd. And then the other part of the story is like the woman who was kidnapped, her husband like can't stop obsessing over what happened to her. So he ends up getting confronted by the guy. And the guy basically tells him almost all of it, but he says, if you want to know the end of it, you have to like drink this sleeping potion. Like I've, I've laced this coffee. You have to drink it. If you want to find out what happened to her, I won't tell you what happens, Mark, but it is a twist. He drinks it and goes, gets kidnapped as well with his wife. Hell, I'll tell you, it's been out for a while. He (laughs) drinks it and then cut to, he wakes up in a coffin buried underground. Ooh. Which I've never liked that. I, I have oh, tr- Kill Bill Two freaks me out because like that claustrophobia. You know, she's he buries her alive. Oh yeah. Michael but what's Madsen. the what's the first one that did that? The serpent and the rainbow. Is that what it's called? Yeah, the yeah. serpent and the rainbow is not part of this collection, but Prince of Darkness, uh, John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness with a which cameo. Is the, sequel, the sequel to Prince of Tides. No, but it does have a cameo. Alice Cooper plays a a possessed homeless person. <laughs> Perfect. Or home to I wouldn't call that acting. Ooh. <laughs> He's far from homeless, as I'm sure we know. He's a big golfer. Do you know that? That doesn't surprise me. He likes to hit the links. Hey, whatever keeps you limber. Uh, the company appointed Jonathan Nelson, who was overseeing Ramsey's role on an interim basis following his suspension. Okay, he got suspended for the incident. For the biting. But now he's gone. And he was the senior vice president of operations. And then they've got layoffs. Shares have fallen. This is a very difficult position. Proposition. When consumers have very high levels of inflation going on and their buying power and groceries declining. I feel like I'm still seeing more product rollouts, though, from Beyond and what's the other one? Impossible. Impossible. Impossible had its own problem. Oh, no, they hired a new chief marketing op- officer from some... I think like high tech. Anyway, I like feel like Apple those two companies have such a such a lead over anyone yeah, they else. They sure doing. do, Josh. They're the two big players, and you know what it's all about. Well, Hampton Creek. I don't know if they're. I don't know where they are anymore. It's all about that price parity. It is. It's all about that price parity. The same or less the, as beef. The price of Beyond Beef sells for eight thirty-five a pound, compared with USDA ground at four ninety. That's a problem. They're working on it. You wonder what I've been making, Mark, that I think you should try? Have you ever made your own seitan? Is that just a big ball of gluten? It's the easiest thing in the world. You I don't go, think... You buy vital gluten flour. That's not going to... Don't you, you have a gluten-free child? Not anymore. Oh, he likes he, the gluten? Oh, he loves it. You <laughs> uh, you just, like, throw it... It's just gluten, vital wheat gluten and water, and it makes this rubbery ball that you cut in half and roll into a log, and you boil them both in a, a big bath of... Vegetable broth and soy sauce for like two hours, and they puff up. And mm-hmm. you let them drain out a bit, and then you've got delicious, meaty and what do you seitan. do with it? Put well, it on Mark, a salad? I'm glad you asked. Here's what I do with it. You've had my air-fried thin crust pizza. You bet I have. Well, I make a variation. Oh, that did have some on it, didn't it? I think it did. It's Frank's hot sauce, mozzarella, 
uh, seitan and then maybe some green olives. You know, maybe a little blue cheese, sort of a buffalo seitan style pizza. <laughs> buffalo faux chicken wing pizza. Faux bu- buffa faux. Buffa faux. Episode 177, Buffa Foe. Me thonks I saw Buffa Foe. Me thonks I smell a Buffa Foe. <laughs> oh, beyond Meat plans to lay off about 200 employees and 90% of its workforce. Declining sales. Uh, complete by the end of the year. The is role this, of chief growth officer was eliminated. Whew. Is this bad news for the fake The meat? CFO is stepping down to pursue another opportunity. Vice President of Financial Planning, Analysis, Investor Relations was appointed to the board. That's a dramatic turn of events. <laughs> That's a lot of shaking up. Cut its revenue guidance. Well, what are they making here? Third quarter in revenue. Oh, $82 million in the third quarter. Full year 2022 net revenue expected to be about $400 million. That's a lot of fake meat. That's a lot of fake meat. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. I try not to eat too much. Oh, but that's a decrease. It's got a lot of fat and it's got a lot of salt. Yep. Those things are bad for me. Yep. Yep. I oh, I'm a. I'm in the process of scheduling my colonoscopy. Colonoscopy, Mark. As if you're in the process. Well, I mean, you reminded me in episode 176 that you know you were going to get one and then you got COVID and you couldn't get it. I did reschedule it. And then I had my first doctor's visit in like three years. Oh yeah. And she was like, "You need to get one." Yep. I called the place. They sent me a bunch of paperwork that I have to fill out to schedule the appointment. So I've, That's weird. I've hit a bit of a hurdle there. I, I have don't to have print that. it out. But, Mark, it's happening. That's not the Kaiser system. Oh, yeah. See, you're all in network, man. I'm all over the place. You're all over the place. But I've got good health care again, and it's, I'm taking advantage of it. Get it right up the shoot. Did she offer you the te- at-home test at all, or did you there talk about no that? mention of that, but that, but that was... I haven't asked the actual... Well, you wouldn't need to do paperwork for the at-home test. What kind of doctor is it? A butt doctor? What, what do they call it? <laughs> Gastroenterologist. Oh yeah, okay. I was thinking here to here. Rectologist. That's <laughs> that's not different. Okay. That's your wrestler name. Oh, that's right. <laughs> the rectologist. Watch out! The rectologist is coming for you. Oh, it's time for an interlude. <laughs> that already? I've only got two more. I can find some more. But let's go to uh, this one. Might be you. Superfoods in Chimane. Or did I do this? I, I don't know. I, no is... clues to becoming a centenarian. Oh, yeah. Want to live to see 100? The nutritionist Erica Ungyal travels to Shimane. Am I pronouncing that right? Prefecture? Shimane? Shimani? How's it spelled? S-H-I-M-A-N-E. In Japan? I assume so. Shimane. This is coming from NHK World Japan. <laughs> yeah, Shimane. Oh, yeah. I watched this. It's a. I learned about a new uh, oil. To uncover the secrets to a long and healthy life, she learns about Igoma Paria. An herb containing a substance that turns into EPA and DHA when ingested. That doesn't uh, sound right. They she were... turns it into a local specialty. Eating happens. It's igoma oil. A yeah, igoma oil. Which can make every dish richer. Yeah, it sounded really good. She interviewed this delightful older couple, these farmers who produce it. And then it's one of the great, I mean, NHK World News. You don't need much else. You need the Criterion Channel. You need NHK World News. You can have a full and balanced uh, media life with just those two things. Because you know what NHK World News does? What do they do? Sure. They have their you know newscasts every couple hours where they, you're appraised of all the world news. There's no filter. Christ. You're seeing the whore. 
you're seeing the horror horror oh, horror the horrors <laughs> all the bad stuff happening like it's not like they're glazing over all the bad stuff in the world but then everything else are like these human interest stories about like good things happening like people banding together and accomplishing things or artists who have found ways to use reuse uh plastics or i don't know just like good inspiring crap that makes you feel like we're Love not it. stuck in a hole you know what i'm saying Good. That's NHK World News. And on Sundays or Saturday mornings, they have sumo wrestling. They, <laughs> I've seen that. It's not like live matches usually, but it's like the highlights from, and it's amazing to watch. It, it is an odd endeavor, the sumo wrestling. Yeah, but is it really it's any weirder? You're just used to, I mean, how weird is football? It's ridiculous if you really like you don't think wear, about it. You don't wear the, what is the whatever that's called in sumo wrestling. I'm sure it has a specific name. Oh, that sweet sash diaper thing? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to call it a diaper. It's something else. Well, yeah, I don't remember what it's called. And it's such a big man just run at you and bump you out of the ring. Yeah, there's a lot of technique. If you if you okay. really start watching it, you realize like there's, not just size, there's huh? certain holds. Like they try and grab each other on the sash diaper. The gi, the guy. The, 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 no, a gi, gi is, is a karate. 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 I'm going to look it up. You can look it up. Sumo uh, wrestling. But I've been watching enough that I like. I see the sumo wrestlers that I remember, the ones that I like. I'm rooting for certain guys. It's fascinating. It's the best channel. Best channel on cable. Yep. Or not on cable, excuse me. The best channel on the airwaves. In sumo, a mawashi is the loincloth that rikishi, I'm saying these wrong, I'm sure, that's the wrestler, wear during training or in competition. I like that they throw salt. Isn't it salt that they're throwing around? There's like a little bit of superstition to it. Upper ranked professional wrestlers wear a Kisho Mawashi? Kisho Mawashi. I'm sure there's levels. Why do sumo wrestlers wear thongs, says Google. Google. <laughs> Google. <laughs> While Mawashi may look silly to Westerners like oversized thongs or diapers, they are sacred and practical piece and practical piece of equipment. Exactly. For sumo wrestlers. The official sumo wrestling outfit, less like... <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, someone was bowling here in the hall. I... <laughs> that really scared you. Terrifying. I wish this was a video podcast. You were really taken aback. Yes, I was. Oh, I just adjusted the sound cues a little uh. bit for this episode. They're less like loincloths than they are like belts. Okay. Hey, he did it. Do you want to, anything else you'd like to share about Egoma oil? It looks like you can do a lot of wonderful things with it. It's just an all-purpose oil, and I think it's really <laughs> What is happening? I don't know. It's really high in those essential fats, like the good for your brain and your joints fats. Well, I'm shocked. I mean, what? A, this is an herb. Because I think typically to get EPA and DHA, it's... Animal based fish. No, this was coming out of like, as I remember, like the, the farmers had this shrubby branch and they were shaking the seeds out. Yes. And I think they were getting the oil out of the seeds. It's like a seed oil. A seed oil. You, you down with seed oil? You know about that? Because you can get good, oh, good essential fatty acid. You can get ALA, a shorter chain triglyceride. Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a triglyceride form. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Boom, bowling. Um, but that's harder to convert into good stuff, and you need to eat like a ton of flax to get it. 
Oh, yeah. So I always thought you had to get out of fish. So if Egomo, this is another one of these ancient remedies waiting to be rediscovered. What I remember learning about flax once, too, when I went to, what was it called? It was in Miriwake. I actually drove the old folks that I used to drive around. We took them on a field trip to this, like, working. <laughs> Did you just say Milwaukee? We took them to a working farm in Miriwake, which is, what is it, Algonquin for the good land or something? Alice Cooper callback. Mark, come on. Wayne's World. Get with the program, bro. I don't know that. <sighs> I don't have that movie memorized. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's like an iconic scene, man. Okay. Anyway, Mark, uh, I remember learning that flax is uh, a crop that really drains the soil of its nutrients. Mm. It sucks everything out of the ground. So if you grow flax, you've kind of tapped the soil out. So I'm wondering if this uh, seed, this Japanese seed, oh, am I boring you, Mark? A little bit. I didn't even get to the part where I told you about NHK World News, or not the World News, but the NHK channel has a kabuki show. Ah. Each episode, the host... uh, she interacts with this guy who's like a like a legendary kabuki actor, and he ex- they take a different play and they explain everything that happens in it, and they even show the tricks because you know, like uh, usually a lot of times like there's one guy and he's playing like three different characters. Some of them are male, some are female that he's playing, and they have this thing where like he'll close out a scene or like the character will exit the scene through one door, and then behind the scenes he's changing costumes, mm. but it's like a it's a thing, like, it's almost like a showpiece, right? They're, like, showing you how quickly you can do it, right? He, like, steps oh. behind, and then they've they've got it so well orchestrated that a mere eight seconds later, he comes out the other side of the stage as a totally different character. Unbelievable. Kabuki. Sleight of hand. I love it. <laughs> I think that, like, I'm, I'm, I'm coming up with, like, a media diet, right? Yeah. You have, all these, you have all these dietitians, <laughs> right? Well, think about it. Ooh. Think about all the, we have so much, there's so much overeating and... I'm going to LinkedIn right now and I'm changing my title to media dietitian before you, you do it. Oh, you're going to steal that that term from me. What about a media dietitian though? Not a bad idea. Think about the, the things we do with media now used to be things we would do with food, right? If you, somebody you call, like, Josh, I'm really thinking about watching Dahmer. What do you think? You can. It's not so much that, but think about like... Binging. Like, when you used to think of binging, you'd think you of, tell me you'd no, of, Mark. Is that on your food, diet? Food, and you'd think of alcohol, right? Those are the things people would binge on. But now people are just binging on all these shows. There's so much stuff to watch, and I feel like if you get the wrong combination of shows in your head, it can taint your worldview, man. Oh my God, you could storm the Capitol. You might if you watch the wrong sequence of shows. <laughs> that's what it, it is. It can make you more malleable. <laughs> sequence of shows. So that's what I think you this. need. Is a rich vein of thought. Yeah. So you need a media. It's maybe it's not even a media. Well, it could be like a media dietitian, just well, just to play off the word binge, right? But you're really you're curating someone's media so that they don't no. go off the deep end. Yeah, but you're setting the, the parameters up front. Sugar's bad. Facebook bad. Yeah. Dahmer. You're, not a good you idea. You need nutrient dense foods like NHK World Kabuki Theater. You seem a little down. Why not, like, transport yourself to another time and another place by learning about Kabuki Theater? And oh, then, Josh, if you can make this happen, then you, you could make a killing. Because think about all of the media properties calling you being, I want to be on the good list. I want to be on the good list. Yeah, it's like, oh, you're a Star but Wars fan? But you can't fan? take that money, because as soon as you take that money, you're not credible. You're a Star Wars fan? Why don't you get on the Criterion channel, you watch Seven Samurai, and then next time you're talking with your friends about Star Wars, you can drop some of that, like, in-depth 
where he got the story knowledge. This just won't work, though. It only work with people that are like you. There are so few of us. <laughs> That's right. I was to be like, I mean, this guy's well, we good. We tend to have very much money to spend. He wants everybody to watch the Criterion Collection and NHK. I don't know. It's worked for me. Yeah. No, I think I, I think I could come I up like with it. diets for other people, though. I'm not going like, to like turn them into me. That's that's a narcissistic impulse. Has this happened? Is this the ring? Is this is this a horror movie trope? The wrong series of shows triggers disaster. I feel like it's been done before. Has it? But maybe not in not more explicitly with like social media and the current environment. You watch the wrong series of shows. You visit the wrong series of sites and. Ooh. It's like the chain letter. You go, horror. you go zombie or something, right? I think, you, yeah. In the ring, it's like a video, right? It's you a video. You watch the video, and you ex. But this is different. It, sequence. This is more about a sequence. It, it and maybe proper sequencing could diffuse something like that. You watch the cursed video. Oh. Oh, but then you follow it out with funny. Well, that's girl. The act. That's the third act of the. You watch the fun, survivors. You watch Funny Girl with with Barbara Streisand, and you completely no, counteracted. You watch. You don't like Funny Girl? What's the remake? How about the sequel, Funny Lady? What's the remake with Lady Gaga? You're thinking of A Star is Born, Mark. Yeah, I know. That is totally different. Funny Girl is not Star is Born. The movie's Oh, always, Star is Born is Star is Born has always been A Star is Born, I believe. The, there's the, like The original and the remake were called A Star is Born? Well, Mark, the original original was like made back in like pre-code Hollywood, I think. It's it's a story that <laughs> goes way back. Pre-code Hollywood. I think I think that uh, Judy Garland starred in a version of it. So I, if I'm not mistaken, I think the Chris Christopherson Barbara Streisand version might have been the third attempt. Ooh, but that was called A Star Is Born. I think they have all been called A Star Is Born. I'm pretty sure. The the Bradley Cooper Lady Gaga is called A Star Is Born. Star Is Born, Mark. Shallow Shallows. Shallows. The hit oh, song. The song. The song. Right. Of course. Which goes how? I'm on the deep end. Yep. That's a. I finally did. I finally watched that movie on some flight at some point. I watched half of it. It was good. I just was tired. Did you get to the end where? I think it's in the second half where he pees his pants on stage. That's a devastating moment. Oh man! Lady Gaga is up accepting her award for Pop Star of the Year, and he pees his and pants. He just gets wasted. Wow! And he goes up on stage with her, and she's like, "Oh!" And he just stands there, and he goes like, and "He just pees his pants." Oh my god! It's devastating. Yeah, I've heard. I mean, it seemed good. Bradley Cooper, I, he's a good actor. Hmm. I mean, even have you have you watched the Guardians of the Galaxy movies? Like where he because he he plays he plays the raccoon. He does. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like a lot of times when people do voice acting, it's like oh, there's Bradley Cooper doing Bradley Cooper voice, but he he went next level. He created this whole different voice. There's even I feel like I've watched making of stuff with the kids, and he was actually channeling two sources. He was like trying to combine. Voices of two oh. kind of known, you've gone deep comedic on. actors. I not deep enough because I can't tell you who they were, but it, but he did the work. Is my point? Yeah, he does. He's all work. in. You would think some people would be like, well, I mean, because like Groot is played by Vin Diesel. I don't think he's doing as much prep work because no, all he no, ever he says is "I am Groot." He's cashing paychecks. Who knows how many times he just said "I am Groot" like three times, and they just adjust the speed or the cadence. I don't know. He might have just done it once. Yeah, could be the same. I am. You Groot. come in here for thirty seconds, say "I am Groot." Yep. Here's Buy an one million dollars. <laughs> and we're gonna use it for the next four movies. It's a wild world, see Mark, and my 
media dietitian. So we got Chris I, Pratt. I would include some Marvel stuff. I wouldn't like. I'm not going uh, full snobbery here. I'm not. Right. I'm not only Criterion. I'm saying like you got to balance it out. Little, uh, little, but there's uh, nothing. Nothing blows your mind quite like something on Criterion because not only do you get this interesting raw piece of film, but then there's usually like a lot of times there'll be someone of note talking about it. <laughs> It's the collection. I think there was a whole collection collection recently, Mark. Jonathan Lethem. His favorite movies that were in their collection. And he does a little, you know, 30-second talk on each one, why he likes them. That's that's a Mark-approved author right there. Yes. I didn't read that one. Did you see the movie with Edward Norton? No. It's it's always available on planes. I need to watch it. Is it good? I haven't watched it. I think I read that book. I don't think I read that book. It was the private detective with Tourette's syndrome, right? It was? I believe so. No, that sounds like a Michael Chabon. No, you're thinking of The Adventures of Cavalier and Clay, which no, was No, like, I'm thinking of a later one, The Secret Policeman something. Well, then they're picking each other's pockets, brother, because uh, pretty sure Motherless Brooklyn is about... I don't know if he's like a, a city-sanctioned private detective. It might be more like he becomes a private detective. He's more of a gumshoe? Yeah, like a... An armchair gumshoe who has Tourette's syndrome. Look at you, a detective who has Tourette's. Unbelievable. That's right, buddy. You are speaking. Oh, there's Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. I feel bad for Bruce Willis. That's really sad. What does he have? Very late stage dementia. It's like a specific disorder that aphasia, where he can't speak. Yeah, can't synthesize language. That's got to be frustrating. I remember at the time that that news came out, I read some article that also, I think it was trying to be polite to him, but it also said, basically, the tenor of this was way to tank a career. Like, you did a bunch of good stuff and people loved you, and then you took every movie opportunity you could get for a bunch of crap, and well, now that's like your legacy as you fade away. I couldn't disagree more. Oh! He's done so much seminal work that will last. Uh, yes, die Hard? I mean, that's, well, that was the uh, the article's point, but then like nothing he's done is going to. Oh, die well, hard. now I'm going to have to find it. I would even argue that something like like critically ignored, like the Last Boy Scout with Damon Wayans, amazing. Pulp Fiction, Color of Night, Striking Distance, Die Hard Two. There's a lot of good... Okay. He's what? really good in Moonrise Kingdom. This is a podcast. I'm trying to keep it going here, Mark. <laughs> this is best episode ever. All right, I got one more. Well, should we do the interlude first? Yeah, but then I'm just going to wing it and find some more. Well, do you want to do the one more? No. Oh, the back half is all winging it? Let's do that. Let's finish this one. The back half will be winging it. All right. The death of the American shopping mall. <laughs> Great link, Josh, because it's in pictures. <laughs> Oh, well, I think oh, probably I just wanted an excuse to run my mouth about our idea. Or maybe it was more my idea that I was trying to drag you into. Do you, How many malls are there in America, Josh, roughly? I'm going to say it's between eight and 10,000. 1,000 malls in the U.S. That's it? It's estimated that one in four will close in the next few years. I believe it. But see, Mark, they can be revitalized. I think this is our next, our next uh, pitch deck, man. You know, do you remember our, our vision for the future of a mall? I do. We got different wings for different elements of the agriculture and food system. Yeah, that's right. You got like the hydroponic plant yeah, thing. Chicken wing. 
You got some aquaponics too with fish. You got no, no. I don't think there were chickens, but you got uh, cricket farming. Cricket farming. Cricket farming. And then you can have a whole wing with like deluxe, like really nice housing for the people who maybe people could work there and live there if they want. Well, I guess you'd have to remodel some of or the maybe that's maybe the pictures. That's like, was that too draconian? Like live where you work. Oh yeah, maybe. It but if it's like farming, that's shrinks like, that world down really, really small. Yeah, I mean, I would. I think it'd be kind of fun to like live in a mall if you had like a really nice. Well, these are some devastating photos of malls that are just in complete disrepair. Just trash. I bet you these are you and your little skate videos. This is just prime. I'm sure it is, but my point is that that doesn't have to be the fate of the mall. No. The infrastructure exists to turn it into something unique. Sam Goodies, Blimpies. It could almost be something as magical. Kmart's. Do you remember how magical the mall felt when you were a kid? Did it feel magical to you? Were you a mall rat? I enjoyed the mall. You liked the mall. I would. I would do. I mean, I wasn't like a hardcore mauler. Uh huh. I would go on a Saturday. Okay. Wait. Find a buddy. Hit the mall. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There was always an Orange Julius in my future. I want want some details here. Okay, Mark. What time do you get to the mall on a Saturday? Oh, it was not not early. Of course not. It was an afternoon activity, a couple okay. hours. What? What? You first stop Orange Julius, or do you? I think I would hit Orange Julius. Probably you wander a while, straight up. Were you a Spencer Gifts guy? I, I would go to Spencer, but I wasn't like ooh excited about it. Okay, that makes sense. That Rec- checks It was out. always like the, whatever the record store was. Sam Goody, it sounds usually like, like Sam Goody. Uh huh. Waxy Maxies, was that around? What in the heck is that? <laughs> is that an East Coast Virginia thing? I've never heard waxy of Waxy Maxies. That was is that great. a record shop? Yeah. Putting it on wax? Waxy Maxies. <laughs> Let me see. Um, was there a bookseller of note in your mall? Were you hitting up the Beat Alton, the Walden books? Absolutely. All right. And you were working there, weren't you? I never actually worked in an indoor mall one. Well, no, that's not true. Strip I worked mall? in the Tabor Center downtown in a beetle oh. for a while. I guess that's kind of a mall mall. It's an unconventional mall. Yeah, it's probably not one of these thousand. No, I think it's not a mall anymore. I mean, the oh. building's still there. Anyone remember Waxy Maxies in the D.C. area? Must have been a local chain. Mark remembers. It was like a, uh, what's next to Tatter Cover? Twist and Shout. Twist and Shout. So you're digging through How the How many racks. Twist and Shouts are there? Just one? I think so. There used to be two. I think there were multiple Waxy Maxies. So you're digging through the crates at Waxy Maxies. What I'm not sure they were in the mall. What kind of music are you picking up? Sam Goody was in the mall. It was classic rock. Like Led Zeppelin? Yeah, always looking for the Led Zeppelins, yeah. the, the Bad Company. Foreigner? Nah, never big on Foreigner. Yeah, no. <laughs> so I like this. So then you would get an Orange Julius. Yeah. And then home? I mean, I think. What else? I don't think... Maybe out there was some clothes. I don't. I don't know. I can't. It's hard for me to imagine you shopping for clothes. I wasn't like hardcore shopping for clothes. I, I have a feeling Jenny buys. Most Maybe your browsing clothes. at Britches. Britches was a local. Britches. <laughs> it was like the J Crew of the, the local scene before there was a J Crew. I think. But it was called Britches. It's called Britches. <laughs> such a. I bet you that's gone too. Let's see if. Oh, this is nostalgia. Waxy Maxies and Britches. That's what happens with the mall, man. Britches. See when I. My my mall uh, evaluation centered solely around the arcade. I think like uh, which malls had the best arcade? Which malls had the Street Fighter machines where all the buttons worked and the joysticks worked? Hey, Britches is still around. It's got a warthog. It's called Warthog, which was always the little symbol on their polo shirts. I mean, it looks like this is still going. Established nineteen sixty seven. I wonder the Warthog is back. Ooh. 
Oh, well, then I'm all in. Mark, we need to get you back in some britches. <laughs> the Warthog work shirt for 65 bucks. Oh, you could you could have a britches work shirt, an oh, orange Julius. No, this is what I need, Josh. Houses of the Holy in the background. Britches crested blazer <laughs> made in USA. Look at that crest. How much is that? That is big. That's two hundred and forty-five dollars. Hey, you like that? That's don't a you? quality blazer <laughs> with a big gold crest on it. Oh man, how do you, is this? I, our store. All right, sorry. I'm, this is a tangent. Nobody cares about. Everyone cares. Twenty Main Street, Warrington, Virginia. What? Still in your oh, hometown. No. Our first store is located in Warrington. Is it still open? Could be. All right. Search catalog. Our store. I think this is an online only deal and that maybe they have this. They're just banking on the britch's name. Because this is a rendering. That's not even a picture. I think maybe they're. Yeah. they're. I think somebody bought the brand and is doing a little e-commerce play. That's what I think. History of the Warthog. They're kind of doing the opposite of getting too big for their britches. They're oh, just—they're fitting their britches. Their britches are fit to the time, Mark. Britches, <laughs> timeless menswear. Poking fun at the various animal logos appearing on casual clothing in the '80s, britches decided to put the ugliest animal they could think of on a shirt, and the iconic warthog was born, <sighs> along with the slogan "Only beautiful to another warthog." Britches 101, man. Britches never anticipated the Warthog would become so successful, but the demand for the new anti-snob logo quickly became one of Britches' best-selling items. The mission of Britches is to produce the highest quality gear at reasonable prices while focusing on our ecological impact. Uh-huh. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm digging Britches. And I think for you, I think that crested blazer, that accomplishes two things, right? Because, Mark, you, you have an air about you. Uh that's you know, a crested blazer air? Well, air? it's kind of the like an academic uh, haughty air a bit, you know? So you've got the crested blazer that fits in with that. Not that I don't think that's the persona that you're going for. I think you're just such a worldly wise man. Thank you. That that aura just follows you. You couldn't shake it if you wanted to. So the crested blazer, it pays respect to that. But then it's also got the warthog. It shows that like you may think you know me. <laughs> But I'm actually like kind well, of. Well, let's the, see. I'm kind of the punkest motherfucker out there. <laughs> I don't know if did the did. I quit a job once. I just walked to an office, decided to quit. Then <laughs> threw a bonus check back in their face and <laughs> I walked out. Well, but the the there's a flaw in your argument, which is that the crest doesn't actually have the warthog on it. Oh, I guess we got to move on then. It says Riches R O H nineteen. It, maybe that's warthog. Maybe it's maybe there's a stylized could be anyway it looks to me Josh like there's one store front in Warrington Virginia and the rest of this is e-com and hey man am I going to buy a Warthog shirt maybe alright well when Britches gets that bump in web traffic from episode 177 <laughs> yeah. me thonks you might be hearing from Britches they might want to gift you a blazer they might want to make you like a custom blazer influencer because they're like wait a minute affiliate we sh- that's what's missing on the crested blazer. Why isn't the warthog on the blazer? I could give them that strategic advice right now. I think we just did. I think they should have one that doesn't even say britches or a crest, just a big gold warthog with maybe a laurel crested. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> but like warty, like real warts on it. So it's like a little gnarly. Yeah. But so gold. people are like, what is he? Big gold. What is happening here? <laughs> Who's this guy? 
He seems so erudite, but he's also like kind of freaking me out. Erudite is not a word. Sure it is. <laughs> erudite? There you go. Erudite. No, you don't. Nah. Interlude. All right, Mark. I'm going to... I what? think you'll know what this song is. You won't know what it's called, probably, but I think it'll it'll uh, ring familiar to your ears, and that it'll also... Wait a minute. It's not... Uh, you sent me something. Oh, yeah. I found Trinidad that kind of Brent's, song. Trinidad Brent's TV. Do you want to do a double? Let's do a double. Back to back. All right. We'll start with the other one, and then we'll go into Trinidad by Brent's TV. Assuming I can find it again. Then my... T-
All right. Brent's TV, right, Mark? Can you hear me? Wait, hold on. Yes, I can hear you. We are back. Mark, did you, back. Did you recognize that first song at all? No. Really? It didn't sound familiar at all to you. Oh, you're going to make me feel like I have dementia. Sorry. Well, it's called Baby Bay. It's by John Lewis. But it was interstitial music on almost every single episode, along with another song, too, that sounded similar, but of I Think You Should Leave, the Tim Robbins comedy thing. What is I Think You Should Leave, the Tim Robbins comedy thing? The thing you told me to watch with the little buff boys. Tim on Rob- Netflix. Not Tim Robbins. Isn't that his name? Tim Robinson. Tim, Ro- Tim Robbins is Sarah- Susan Sarandon's husband, right? Tim Robbins is Shawshank. Yes, that's Tim Robbins, <laughs> the player. Yeah, Tim Robinson, I think, might be right. Yeah. Is it called I Think You Should Leave? I think it is. Wow. Wow, it's really getting... I think it's called something longer than that. Oh, really? Just like you were so sure about Motherless Brooklyn, huh? Tim Robinson, you are going to eat your words. Oh, I'm afraid I'm not. I think you should leave. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> what a great, weird, what a bizarre show. Little Buff Boys is one of the best. <laughs> well, that we had only watched that one little part, and then we started watching it again. So weird. It's very crass and kind of gross it at times. It is crass but, and gross. But man, it's funny. It's just, it, it, it does... Put put people in awkward positions and just goes there. It's not afraid to go there. But you don't you don't really <laughs> remember the one in there one where they're like on a haunted house tour and there's one guy. I can't remember what he's saying, but it's well the the host says like, hey, this is we, an after hours tour, so we can we can cuss a little. He's like, I want to go on your face. <laughs> yeah, well, he's just talking about like horse dicks and just like dumb stuff. But then there's like a dramatic twist at the end. He gets kicked out. And he leaves, and his mom comes and picks him up, and she's like, "Did you make any friends?" <laughs> and there's like all sorts of like religious icon- iconography on her dashboard. I don't know. It's like oh. there's these all these little details. You're like, "Oh, this guy has like a backstory." Like, I'll but I don't even watch that again. It's a good show. Or the one there's one where the guy, I think it's one of the first skits, and maybe one of the first episodes of a season where the guy they eat into his lunch hour with a meeting, oh, but yeah. he stores the hot dogs in his sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. That's oh, weird. Anyway, that but yeah, that song is so catchy. What is that guy doing? What's his story? How does he know. get a he's, Netflix series with and get that made? I don't really know. I think he's been around for a while. In I think the he scene. is. Oh, he was a writer and performer. Performer on Saturday Night Live. That I don't remember, but hey, what is that? I'm going to Wikipedia. Best known for co-creating, co-writing, and starring in the Comedy Central series Detroiters. I don't think I ever saw that. And the Netflix series I Think You Should Leave. Uh, I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson is the full title. Oh, okay. So you weren't totally wrong. And for his work as a writer and performer on Saturday Night Live from 2012 to 2014. Hmm. Fascinating. He's an improv guy. Second City. I want to know what he did. He was cast as a series regular. Nope. That's an unaired CBS sitcom called Friend Me. Friend me? He was debuted as a featured performer on Saturday Night Live. Then he shifted to the writing staff rather than the performance. He was the second SNL cast member after Brian Doyle Murray to go from performer to writer. Okay. He did, he did celebrity impressions of Ben Bailey and Bill Cower. I don't know who those are. Oh, Bill Cower is the Pittsburgh Steelers coach? He's now an yeah, NFL commentator? It's oddly specific. 
And he portrayed his, his recurring character, Carl, an elderly retail worker who would always get insulted by Niff, Bobby Moynihan, and Dana, Cecily Strong. <laughs> oh, there's a whole rich world there to explore. There is, Mark. Ooh. Oh, goodness. This in, is us winging it, huh? In, 20, in 2018, <laughs> Netflix greenlit I Think You Should Leave, a sketch comedy series created by Stormy Robinson and produced by the members of The Lonely Island. Premier received critical acclaim as did its second season. He won the Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Actor in a short-form comedy. He began dating Heather, who later became an electrical engineer for Chrysler when the two were teenagers in high school. That's adorable. I did they hear that about They were married in 2006. They have a son and daughter together, and they live in L.A. I do remember listening to an episode of WTF where Mark Marin was interviewing someone who worked with him. Oh. And he was like, what is that guy's deal? <laughs> he seems intense. And this, this lady said, oh, no, he's he's totally not like that in real life. He's oh. just like a quiet family man is what I recall being said. So that, and that, that checks out with the uh, with Wikipedia, that little detail that you just sprinkled it into makes... episode 177, Me Thunks. We follow that up with a song called Trinidad by Brent's TV. Yes. I know so very little about that band. I only know that that song was part of the Can of Pork compilation put out by Lookout Records mm-hmm. back in the 90s. They were uh, original home to Green Day. I don't know if they had any other like big bands that broke out. But that, that compilation well, had Green all, Day's enough. all sorts of bizarre... Dookie? Like cheeky punk stuff on it. And we used to listen to it a lot back in the day. Me and the Filthy Skate Rats... <laughs> Filthy skate rats. We'd get kicked out of the mall, and then we'd be listening to Brent's TV while yeah. we drove somewhere else. We'd be smashing Orange Julius's. We were way past Orange Julius. Yeah, they were yeah. loaded up with pure Everclear. No, not that much. Jaeger. I do remember drinking Mad Dog once in the bathroom at the mall, and it was sort of a low point. <laughs> I think it was, <laughs> think it was like, like one it. of those moments where I was like, oh, I've completely compromised like this innocent, young what you know, pie-eyed, wonderstruck, pie-eyed, wonderstruck, young Struck. person that I used to be. Like I'm, I'm calcifying, Dead. and I don't even realize it. I'm drinking Mad Dog <laughs> in, the, in bathroom the bathroom at the, at the mall, mall. <laughs> just so I can go in and scope the aisles at Spencer's. Really loaded. No, I'd probably go to play Mortal Kombat. Oh or something. yeah, right, right, there you go. Something much more productive. I don't think I did. I did some arcading. Anyway, Josh, the second half of this show. You probably never got, you probably never snuck drinks at a mall, did you? I don't think I ever did that. That's a good lad. Yeah, no need for that. I know. I don't know what my problem was. Had to be drunk in public. That was the goal. (laughs) Hey, there's a no effects album called Drunken, no, Punk and Drublick. That's what it was. It's funny. You get it? That is funny. Uh, Anyway. No. Hey. We all go through phases, Mark. And we grow as people. We grow as people. and Throughout our whole lives. I, I feel like, you know... Nope. I don't know. Do, do you feel like you're butterfly yet, or are you still chrysalis? Chrysalis. Yeah, I felt like I've, like an extended chrysalis. It's sort of like that extended And I think I'm stuck. No. I'm stuck right now. I can get unstuck. I can see one of those like weird little black... Is it a foot? Is it an antenna? I'm not sure. It's <laughs> coming out of the crust there. He's ready to burst forth and show us his lovely wings. That you know have some sort like of that. peacock print. Oh, they're they're proud and bold and your proud big bold wings. I love it. The most popular news items on NutriIngredients.usa. Ooh, I don't. E- 
I didn't even knew you. I forgot you were winging it. That was so good. <laughs> Top, FDA. You tell me which of these piques your interest. FDA's takedown of NN, NMN raises fairness transparency concerns. What's NMN? Yeah, it's a, a, a it's longevity like, focus. It's a. Is it a, a brand it's a, it's a, or like a category? It's a, it's a sort of a. Oh God, I don't know. Let's say. It's a version of vitamin B3 mm. that has become the hot ingredient. It will, uh, so there's NR, nicotinamide riboside. Yes. Yeah. Now it all makes sense. Now now that everything's coming into focus. And then there's, I don't know what they're called. So wait, these are just different, different ways to get vitamin B? Downstream, uh, not acolytes. What's the difference <laughs> between a B3 and a B12? Oh, so much. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know the answer? Well, very different. Different effects in the body. But you I mean, know B12. You get your B12 shots all the time. But I mean, like a... Feeling a, a little low. Molecular standpoint. Oh, I don't know. Oh. Do, who, who do you think you're talking to? I thought it was an insider sitting I'm a here. trend spotter and trend master. That's true. You're not a chemist. CRN, AstraZeneca's statin study slanted playing field in favor of drug. I don't like hearing the word statin. <laughs> Oh, I think I've got a winner. The third on the brands flaunt innovative formats at Supply Side West. Supply Side West? Uh, time to go. Let's get in on this thought leadership at Supply Side West. Innovation. I'm go. going right now. Oh, it's Daniel Masterson, a real pro. Brands flaunt innovative. Uh, it could be a video, but it's not going to be a video for us. Wait, you know Daniel Masterson? Of course. Old buddies? From the, uh, not old buddies. The trenches of Expo West. I'm, I'm old buddies with Hank. Hank, I I have Hank's sound cue on here. You do? I think so. <laughs> what is what is that? What is the Hank sound cue? Well, I just saw it because I was tinkering with the sound cues. Let me. I don't even remember what that was. Oh wait, sorry, my bad. I was I was confusing Hank with Chuck Abbott. <laughs> I, I I. Who's Chuck Abbott? I heard Hank. I thought of Chuck. <laughs> Who's Chuck? Wait, is Hank? <laughs> God, we have full-on dementia. But wait, is Hank the grizzled journalist? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. Maybe we never had a sound cue for Who's him. Chuck Abbott? I, I don't remember. <laughs> I think I thought Chuck Abbott was Hank. Oh, my God. Who is Chuck Abbott? Why do we have think, a sound cue for Chuck Abbott? I think he might be like a... Chuck Abbott obituary? Oh, God. Chuck Abbott successful farming? That's a thing. Chuck Abbott. I don't know who this... <gasps> Food and Environment Reporting Network. Chuck Abbott. I am the writer and editor of Fern's Ag Insider. So he is another grizzled veteran, I think. Wait, I don't know him, but he is another grizzled journalist veteran of the food game. All right. Well, hold on just a second. I don't know why he has a sound cue. Well, let's listen to it just a second. All right. I think I've got it queued up here. I think this was like, we, we equated it somehow with like NASA. Listen to all this is Chuck Abbott. <laughs> because maybe you just thought the name was similar to an astronaut's name? That might have been it. I thought he had a name fit yeah. for, a, for a flight suit. Interesting. All right, I'm sorry. I completely, I completely tortured Formulations are taking on new forms, literally. Wait, this is Hank reporting? This is Danielle. <laughs> but Danielle, how does Danielle know Hank? She is a co-worker with Hank. 
They are both reporters at this publication. Is she like a protege of Hank or is she like, no. are they peer to peer? They're like, we're both grizzled. Uh, I think we they're both ba- take our coffee black. <laughs> they're basically peer to peer. Okay. So they're both Hank like, might technically be the. No nonsense. Maybe he's the editor of this publication. I don't know. How much bullshit are they letting through, Mark? Zero. That is. God! <laughs> Supply Side West gave companies a chance to showcase a number of new products and formats as brands embrace innovation. While gummies aren't going anywhere anytime soon. I think about it, like just gum, like gummies as a delivery mechanism yes. for supplements. Yes. Be it vitamins or weed. Yes. They're probably not thinking weed though. Right. They? Well, should they be? Uh, the, if that market didn't blow up and. There's the CBD games. T- what your dog is very distracting to me. Whatever going on in there? Where is he? Being a little buff boy in there. <laughs> he's very buff. He's a little, very low. He's Wait, doing where fine. Where did he go? He, is he in there? He ran that way. In there? Yeah. Is that a problem? Oh, I see him. What is he doing? I don't know. He was ruffling some feathers up here. He's not usually allowed down here on the show floor. He's excited. Oh, he's coming over. He's like, quit talking about me and just pet me instead. I was going to get up to some some shenanigans. It's clear showgoers are hungry for something more. Quote from Amy Summers, founder and president of Pitch Publicity. Wait, are we talking about showgoers here at Prof? Nope, this Cosmo is the supply Prof? side West show that has okay. happened. Crossing my wires, okay. A lot of people are talking about gummies. That seems to be a big topic, but a lot of people are also talking about other applications that sound really cool to me, like paper that you just put on your tongue that would dissolve. I mean, what's so exciting? Gummies? I'm going to... I got a bone to pick with gummies, Mark. You know what gummies do? They... they they can load you up with crap and sugar. Yeah, and they can stick in your dental work. They can cause cavities. <laughs> Josh and his teeth. Well, not just my teeth. Too many gummies for oh, Josh. What? How many cavities? Too much coffee. You got to. got to. Don't hold that coffee in your mouth. Just drink it straight down so it doesn't. I don't even. I hardly tarnish drink your coffee teeth. anymore. I know. I, I'm. You know what I? Are you fully about? off? No, I don't make it at home though. I only buy it like when I go to the yeah. grocery store. I'll buy myself an iced coffee. Yeah, you know what my danger is. Daddy gets a little treat. You know, little <laughs> that's exactly right. It's like a treat. God, it's so, it's so weird. fucking I'm like lame. Such a child, I go to the grocery store. I'm oh, like, no, I can't leave unless I get myself a bu- <laughs> like a bar that I don't normally include in my bar. <laughs> like I might get a bar with like a new bar? in it or something. <laughs> I'm gonna treat myself, and then I'm gonna get an iced coffee. Even in the winter. Yeah, and then I'll drink. I'll think I want it, and then I'll drink half of it, and my stomach starts to feel like I've been. Sucking on a nine volt battery, and then I'm like, "Oh, I'll put the rest in the fridge." There's half of oh. an iced coffee in the fridge right now because I went to the store last night. Oh, that's so weird. I'm gonna mix it with creamer. I'm gonna drink it later. It's gonna be amazing. I wouldn't do iced coffee in the winter. It's so I'm, cold now. I'm cold, bro. You're warm blooded. That's true. Uh, any? Oh, sorry. I had an exciting. I lost my thought. Okay, wait. Okay, well, I was saying that gummies no good. Yeah, I like the dissolving paper better, or even just a tincture in a way. Like, why do we have to make it candy? Yeah, exactly. That's the same thing. That voice that I'm using. Why do you have to make it candy? That's the voice that's in my head when I'm like, why are you getting yourself a stupid treat? Oh, this we have some danger five coming in this article because these people are doing the Plimpton model of diving in for their journalism. George Plimpton and taking the bait. Oh, yeah. Isabella Davis of Nutrition Business Advisors said she saw a lot of new edible ways to take vitamins. The most exciting thing I've seen is a freeze-dried vitamin that's made out of fruit, and then it contained a plethora of multivitamins, and it tasted really good. She's popping pills on the show floor. Hardcore journalists so rarely get those moments where they can, like, oh, I can just share my opinion. This is weird for me. 
This is the suit that doesn't quite fit right. No, no, no. no. The, the journalist is interviewing these other people with the opinions. These aren't her opinions. Oh, I, what you these said, are all trend spotters. Oh, the Plimpton aspect is that she's just talking. The Plimpton aspect is that this one source, Isabella Davis, was taking the products on the show floor. That's not the Plimpton. The Plimpton <laughs> thing would be she. the author is taking them. Plimpton. No, it's once removed. If Plimpton's going to write about boxing, he's going to box someone. Understood. You're technically correct. I'm, I'm just conflating Plimpton with the old adage that you do not take the samples, you don't overdo it on the samples, or you'll get that showroom floor gut. Oh, so it has nothing to do Which with is like a journalistic credit. Like, don't, don't no. sully your credibility no. by no. sampling the supply. It's more about just protect your gut. It's both. Well, the most exciting thing I've seen, that's, I said that one, Sheldon Baker, Shelly. long time Shelly. transponder, was drawn to something sweeter. There's a chocolate company here, and they are able to infuse virtually any supplement ingredient into their chocolate, including CBD. What amazing technology. I think that's not okay. It's a, it's a company based in New Jersey, which just legalized recreational cannabis. This So... Uh, more infusions to come? What do you want? <laughs> Wait, you want me to poo-poo this? What are you pointing at me? Here's another one. Stephen Lukowski. What was that? <laughs> <for Dora> Nutraceuticals. <laughs> Gummies are the talk right now, but people are looking for different delivery systems. I'm seeing different companies involved in different oral strips, oral melts, jelly beans, and lozenges. An oral melt. That is what I'm talking about. Although, don't load it up with sugar. It could have some stevia. I'm cool with that. Monk fruit. Oh, here's the CEO of the oral strips, guys. Avishkar. The company's called Avishkar Oral Strips. We eat. We Wait. breathe everything oral. How are they spelling out Avishkar? <laughs> A-A-V-I-S-H-K-A-R. So it's Aaron instead of Aaron? A. A. Ron? Look, I'm reading it on the fly. If uh, I would uh, say. Vishkar? Okay. We eat, we breathe everything oral dissolving strips, and we got very good testimonials. We eat and breathe oral strips? We eat, comma, we breathe everything oral dissolving strips. We, bre- we breathe everything oral. That, that can be our tagline. And we got very good testimonials. Many people are coming here from 15, 20, 25 years, and they say that this is something very unique. Well, this is interesting. Yeah, when your, you your have oral melts are very unique. Your also, lozenge breakthroughs are blowing. I mind. think we have a straight quote here that could be. Anyway, so it really keeps me very excited. And that's the end of the story. I I, I think I got hoodwinked. There's not that many innovations well, I, there. That that made it across Hank's desk. Nope. Well, I guess it did. Maybe we have to couch that previous assessment. Not a hundred percent. No, I'll get. Hey, ninety nine. Hank, Hank, you get three strikes, bro. Come on. View more. I'm going to go to some more top stories here until you tell me we're done. These are ads. Wait, I just have to stop it at some point. These are ads. These are these are all ads. What? What happened? You're on the internet. <laughs> no, I clicked on. Oh, I clicked on the wrong view. The view more is for their products, not for their news articles. <sighs> they tricked me. They got the click. They got the. Di- Josh, what trend do you want to explore? Dark UX. Coronavirus, CBD, hemp, probiota, America's sports. These are their events. They are tricking me again. Well, let me let me 
talk, we can maybe talk probiota, probiots, Mark. Did you know, and you probably did, this is probably old news to an old hand, but matcha powder. Don't you call me an old hand. A supple old hand. Supple, a few liver spots, but supple. It's a couple. Dude, I've got some too. It fucking freaks me out. <laughs> like if you catch your hand in like sunlight, you're just like, oh. <laughs> it's happening. I'm decaying. You're the, the years go up, not Can't, down, well, Josh. Couldn't have a better name. Could they call it like yeah, H, liver spots? Well, you so call them gross. H spots. That just sounds like sad. Yeah. Well, liver spots sounds gross. Why how are about, they called how about, liver spots? How about wisdom freckles? There you go. Wisdom freckles. I've got some wisdom freckles on my hands, Mark. On my ass. I'm not ashamed, but I haven't checked there. If you want to... <laughs> Deep in the crevice. little dual check we can, on the way out the door. Uh, matcha powder, Mark. Love it. I'm probably ingesting like... Morning beverage. Two tablespoons of that powder a day. Why? Well, here's what I do. I put a big... Oh, God, we've uh, heard this so many times. Have we? <laughs> About... <laughs> <laughs> so, so... Why'd you ask what I do? Why don't you well, just tell me? Two, are you putting two teaspoons as your initial dose into the... I put an ass load in there. Okay, that's, the, then, that's the disconnect. I put I'm, like one. I'm re-upping yeah, it with water understood. and cream and like using it all up. Well, hot water and then a little splash of cream? Yeah, I used the little... It was your... And the whisker. The whisker. What does that mean? I'm going to get like, kicked he, off the panel. He's telling you two tablespoons is too much. Yeah, no, but... Oh, sorry. I've completely forgotten where I was going with this, Mark. <laughs> all that, this is the liver spot episode. <laughs> oh, little buff boy. He just reared up on his little buff, buff haunches. Oh, no. He's so buff. He's so uh, buff. Matcha powder. <laughs> <laughs> Who let this animal onto the Cosmoprof showroom floor? It's a, it's a prebiotic. It's a prebiot. Is it a prebiot? That's what I've heard. Hmm. So that that's Maybe great news to me because I phenol because I'm not like taking my own, I'm not taking my inulin stuff anymore. You know, I, I put for, some of that in there. I forget about that, stuff, but I don't know if you need it. It's its own little prebiot. <laughs> it's exciting news. I do both. That is enough. My morning routine. Oh look at that! Is an attack <laughs> that is ready for? We are staring each other down. That is an engagement. Who you will, need to lay who down? Blink. Yeah, you lay down. Oh, dominant. Hovering over the little buff boy, <laughs> Josh. Is there water in that cup? That's how. That's how. That's the easiest way to kind of co- correct his behavior. Is just a little spray him in the oh, face. Spray the water in the face. Yeah. Why don't you go upstairs? I think oh, there's. Oh, he up knows. There. He knows how to get your goat. Uh, <sighs> I'm doing. I, I just open my little resealable pouch of matcha powder. Mm-hmm. Sprinkle some in. I'm thinking it's about a teaspoon. <laughs> I'm doing. A little scoop, one scoop of the teaspoon of the inulin powder. There you go. Hit it with the hot water. Then I'll splash it with the cream with a half and half. Full dairy. Then I'll hand whisk it and I'll drink that and then I'll fill it up more if there's some sludge. But here's my problem. You got a problem. Huh? When I go to my little co work office, it's fucking the coffee is just there. Ooh, you can't resist. I it. can't resist two cups. You're drinking two cups. Oh, and then I feel bad. Like bad about yourself or just physically bad or both? Then this, if I do that, if I go there like two days in a row, like, ah, 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 yeah. sorghum flare up. 
I can't believe like how much coffee I used to drink. Because now when I drink it, I'm just like, ooh, this is like strong. <laughs> We're so old. Green tea. <laughs> green tea is strong too, though. If I make, two, <laughs> if I have two stiff of green tea, green tea is strong too. Yeah. I'm telling you, if I have two stiff of green tea in the morning and I haven't eaten anything, I'll get yeah. like dizzy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh well, good. I've I've been there for a while. You're catching up. I got a couple my of years on you. My wisdom freckles start like <laughs> pulsing a little bit. That's right. Uh, yep. What a, what an app. Well, what 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 have we done here? Best episode ever. Me thonks. Possibly. It really picked up steam at the end. There weren't a lot of giggles early on. We were all business. No. We're trying to get through a like a weird roster of articles at the beginning in a in a location that we know how to bring it home. We we sure do. We probably should wrap it up though cuz I got to pee pretty bad. Yep, I got to go this matcha. Swim. Oh, but I'll give you one more hot tip on matcha here. So, uh, what's the company? Ooh. I can't remember the name of the company. I buy like a lot of their powdered supplements, basically. They have a, a cocoa powder. What? Navitas? I think it is. Yep. They have a cocoa powder that's infused with chaga mushroom, I think. They don't call me Mark Brush for nothing. The proprietor of Peacock Brushes? No, they do not. But industry, this mushroom-infused cocoa powder. I I most often use it when I make chocolate oats in the morning. I'll make steel-cut oats. Okay. And then once they're cooked, I put in a big dollop of peanut butter, and then I mm. pour in some of this cocoa powder that's mm. laced with uh, immunity-enhancing mushrooms, and then I will put in some uh, coconut sugar as well. I usually put that in while it's cooking. That that is a solid breakfast. The kids love it, but I'm packing them full of nutrients. That's a good idea. Uh, but I also use it. Hot tip, Mark. Hot tip. Cold coffee. You get you get through your first matcha. You got a little bit of sludge. Yep. You want to mix it up a little bit. So you just leave that sludge in there, and then you scoop in a little bit of this cocoa powder with the with oh. the reishi or whatever the mushroom is. You are selling me. And then on. you whisk it with that hot water, and then you blend in a little bit of milk, and then you've got like a mocha matcha, Mark. Is it good? Mocha matcha? A mocha matcha, Mark. I cannot recommend it highly enough. Me thonks that it is going to be the, the pumpkin spice latte of this holiday season. You're not going to be hearing about pumpkin spice lattes. You're going to be hearing about reishi-laced mocha matchas with oat milk. Love it. 100%. 100% of the um, time. Oh, oh. I'm looking here at Navitas because I want to know what... The, I mean, they are a superfood powder juggernaut. I love them. I If I... I mean, I don't know. If I had a prepper's pantry, Mark, I think it would be 90%. Pricey. That'd be a pricey prepper's pantry. Pri pricey peppers. Pricey prepper's pantry. You can't put a price on being prepared, Mark. <laughs> what am I looking up? Mat no, no, not matcha. Damn it. Cocoa powder. Cocoa. Oh, it's a cocoa. I want to know what this blend is that you've got going on here. I think it's reishi. Cacao. Cacao powder with reishi. Cacao powder. Sweet nibs. Nibs. Powder. Wafers. Butter. Keto powder. Nope. Essential blend with greens. No. With goji and acai. No. Cacao plus reishi. 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 That is called the cacao plus longevity blend. I'm going to live forever, Mark. Longevity. I'm going to be covered in wisdom freckles, living forever, drinking my matcha, dancing Ooh. around a bit, because I need to pee. Oh, boy.